Good evening. This is Melanin People Podcast, and I'm still your boy, Yinka. And tonight I have with me Jay Allen, and um, he's a great guy, and I'm, I'm, I'm excited to have him here tonight. And uh, we, we, we're going to go ahead and start the conversation right now, but before we go ahead, I'm going to say hello, Mr. Jay. How are you tonight? Good. How about you, sir? I am doing wonderful. I'm doing wonderful. Awesome. How was your awesome. day? Man, it was a great day. You know, started off um, up in Kansas City when it was crazy Midwest thunderstorms, uh, lightning at 8 a.m. this morning, 7 a.m. But right now it's like 85 degrees, man. It's hot. So it's, you know, from from rough to great, man. So it's been a great day. Thank God wow. it's Friday, man. So what does it feel like to live in Kansas City? You know, it's it's um it's it's hard to explain, man. I'm, it's different. You know, I'm out here by myself i got moved here for work um i'm from north carolina originally uh i spent 10 years in nashville tennessee um wow. and kansas city it, it kind of reminds me of the south man i mean my, my experience thus far this is my experience um people have been very 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 nice um almost uh, southern hospitable um good neighbors up here um you know i'm just far from home and it's it's hard to find good seafood up here in, in, in the Midwest, man. But um, pl- you know, plenty of barbecue, if, if that's your thing. But um, it's 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 been a good experience thus far. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've actually been to Coffeeville before. Have you been to Coffeeville, Kansas? I have not, no sir. Nope. Oh yeah, I've been there before. Um, I think I, I, I'm pretty sure it's it's not far from Kansas City. Yeah. So I'm gonna go ahead and and you know introduce our guest. I'm gonna read his bio here. Um, Jay Holland, as he has said, is a uh, North Carolina native. He was born and raised in Eden, um, North Carolina. With strong ties to his best birthplace of Greensboro, North Carolina. So you were actually born in Greensboro? Yes, sir. I was born in Greensboro. Um, I, I lived there for about four or five years. And then I, I moved to Eden um, with my grandparents. And that's where mm. I was raised all, all up until I um, went to college. But um, I was in Greensboro every, all the time. You know, my mom still lived there. Aunt lived there. So I was, I was there, you know, at least every other weekend, probably. Spending time. Yep. So Jay holds a bachelor's degree in finance from North Carolina Agricultural and Technical State University. And uh, he has an MBA from David Lipscomb University, located in Nashville, Tennessee. Did you go to Nashville for your MBA, or you were living in MB um, in Nashville before you you started the, the MBA? Yeah. So how that came about, Yinka, is that I um my my employment. So when I, when I was in, I was an undergraduate. I got it, had an internship for the summer in Nashville, Tennessee, with a um, Caterpillar Financial. And, and everything went well that summer. Um, they, they invited me back full time. Uh, I took the offer and actually ended up being my place of residence. So after being there about five years, um, getting some pretty good work experience, uh, I went to grad school at night there in Nashville. And uh, David Livingston was, was one of the uh, good schools there. So I just, I, I picked that one. I see, I see. So, I mean, reading your bio, Reading your bio gives hope to, um, uh, you know, a, a young high schooler or a young 
um, a young black man or a young black woman still in college right now and you're wondering what's going to happen to them, you know, after college, or maybe it's just in the final year in college right now and they're still wondering what's going to happen to me, right. you know, afterwards. But I'm when I'm I'm reading your bio right now, and I I, I mean I'm I'm not in high school, but but it gives me hope for for the people, you know, that are in high school right now, that are people of color, that are great opportunities for them outside, um, there, and they really don't need to bother or be worried because you know God's got everything in control. I can see that you were selected to go to an international internship program located in Hong Kong, China. Yes, sir. How was that? Well, that's, that's, that's a funny question. So um, my school, uh, David Lipscomb, had a partnership with a, a company called Prudential Asia over in Hong Kong. One of, one of our alums was the president at the time. So together with our dean and other uh, faculty, they put together a program to bring over two graduate students uh, for, for a summer to intern in um at the time, I was still at Caterpillar, which I am. I'm still at Caterpillar now, but um, I, I was encouraged to apply for it. And I, I thought that I couldn't because obviously I'm working full time. I can't leave my company for a summer. Uh, I thought. And uh, the person who encouraged me actually begged me to go to HR and ask the question. And I'm glad I did because I, I discovered an HR policy that allowed me to take off up to 12 weeks of uh, unpaid leave. And um, I exercised that policy. Uh, I got managerial approval to apply, and I applied. And, um, and um, fortunately, um, you know, I got it. You know, I, it was a, a good interview process via Skype, and um, mm -hmm. it worked out in my favor. So yeah, I spent about about twelve weeks over there. So I actually left my job for a temporary time period. Um, they held my spot for me while I was gone, and it was an awesome experience. Wow! 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 I'm excited about everything I'm reading in your bio. So uh, we're going to go ahead and Jay is the founder of Highland Financial Solutions and co-owner of Boss Hog and Logistics LLC in addition to his entrepreneurial ventures. He has been doing this for 13 years. Um, he is also a financial service industry professional for a Fortune 100 company. In 2016, he earned a promotion and relocated from Nashville to Overland Park in Kansas, where he currently serves as an area sales and operations manager for Caterpillar Financial. Outside of work, he enjoys being outdoors, spending time with family and friends, traveling the world, and sharing his professional and personal development with the youth. Wow. Yeah, I'm excited about this tonight. So we're gonna go and, and we're gonna dive straight into the interview. Yes, sir. Let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, okay. So, welcome back. Welcome back. So, I'm saying that we need to know a little bit about Island Financial. Can you tell us more about your company? Absolutely. I would be happy to. So, listen. Um, Island Financial, it, uh, Island Financial Solutions is a company that that our foundation of what we do is credit restoration. So, people who have, you know, less than perfect credit, you know, with some with, with some blemishes. You know, we, we leveraged the Fair Credit Reporting Act. Um, it, there was a law put in place by Congress in 1970 that allows consumers the right to dispute anything negative on that credit bureau. Um, credit restoration is the foundation of what we do. 
but we also mm-hmm. offer such services as um, identity theft protection, credit monitoring, um, also credit builder. Uh, credit builder is, is huge because what we do is, while we're fixing your credit for you, we're teaching you about how credit works. You know, our goal is not to just, uh, you know, give you a fish. We want to teach you how to fish as well. We don't, we don't want you to come back to us again with the same problems. We have a budgeting tool and a debt payoff system. And, and my favorite that we offer is, is will and trust and power of attorney services as well. All a part of your package. All right, all right. So if I have a bad credit score right now and I'm trying to build it, so your company is where I, I need to come. I need to, I need to give you a call, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Because see, I think what, what makes us a little bit different and, and I haven't seen all the competition but I, I do know that that our focus obviously is credit restoration, but our, our true focus is education. And, and that's why the credit builder is so crucial because a lot of people don't know about credit. You know, credit was not something that we learned, at least I didn't learn in, in, in grade school or middle school or high school, even, in, even with my finance degrees and, and even the MBA, we never discussed personal finances. And, and I, I think that's unfortunate because I think everybody needs to understand those things. So that's why, you know, we, we focus on really educating our clients so that they emerge stronger after they um, get done getting their credit fixed. And then once the credit is fixed, you have good credit, obviously uh, you want to put yourself in a position to protect your identity. You know, identity theft is, is the biggest crime in the United States. And we offer those services through Privacy Armor that's our partner with them. Mm-hmm. As you were as, as you were explaining, you know what your company does and everything. I, you know, um, I was thinking about, it. and you said one of a, one of your um, strength and why you're different from every other company out there is that you provide education. Okay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So for me, if as an entrepreneur, as an entrepreneur, I want to start my business right now. And, um, you know, I'm looking at my credit score. It's really not beautiful, right. you know? And I'm wondering, I mean, can I still start a business with this lowest credit score? You know, well, how, how, how do I know or how do I decide, you know, what I need to, the steps I need to take in terms of the financial decisions that I need to make? Now, that's the first question. The second question is, and uh, once I acknowledge that I have, I have this problem, and I want to go ahead and get information. How do I, you know, find a company? You know, where do I see a company? Do I need to buy a book on Amazon? Do I, I, don't, I mean, how do I find you? You know, do I go on yeah. YouTube and start, you know, watching videos? Or, you know, so <laughs> can you give us some light, please? Absolutely. Yes, sir. So people often ask me about business credit. And um, so I've been with Caterpillar now in my company with my, my corporate job. Is is uh, finance as well. So, I've been with them for 13 years, and I spent five of those years as a credit analyst, or some would call me a credit underwriter. So I was the person reviewing your application for credit and for business credit. So what happens is, and this is documented as well, about 90 plus percent of of people who apply for business loans are actually leveraging their personal credit. So the first question I would ask you as a consumer is, if your credit's not good, is it is it truly bad? Meaning that you have negative items on your credit 
or are you telling me that you don't have enough credit? Because one of the, one of the things that we look for in business credit is what's, what's called comparable credit. And what that means is this, if you come to me and you say, hey, Jay, I need $10,000, right? When I look mm -hmm. at your credit profile, I want to see that somebody before me lended you close to that amount of money. Because that, that gives me confidence that you can pay me back on a regular basis. Because as a credit underwriter, my whole job is to mitigate your risk. But if you're telling me, Jay, I have bad credit, I got some late pays on there, I got some slow pays on there, and things like that, I'm gonna direct you to my Instagram page, um, J83Allen, and there's a link on there. And there's a link on there that takes you right to my page, my homepage, and it walks you through our entire program. Now, I think what makes me unique is that not only do I understand the credit on the legal side of the business, is that I actually sat in the seat of a loan officer before. So I'm, I, I can coach you through what an underwriter would look, look towards when giving you credit because you don't want to just walk in haphazardly and have them pull your credit because then you have an inquiry on your credit so i would highly recommend people go to annualcreditreport.com we have the legal right to pull our credit one time a year that's your credit bureau you want to check the accuracy because anything can happen i mean it's a manual process you can have several mistakes in there that don't belong to you so oh, I would tell anything. So I mean, you know, just one minute. So okay, we can go to annualcredit.com. Can you yes, can you give us information about that? Annualcredit.com. Yes, Annualcreditreport.com. Yes, sir. Okay. Annualcreditreport.com. So if yes, you're sir. listening to the sound of a voice, whenever you have time to listen to this podcast, morning, afternoon, night. And you're a business owner or you're thinking about being an entrepreneur um the professional right here the allen who is a founder of allen financial solutions yes sir giving us information that most of us really don't know right now so it's annual credit report yes sir yes okay okay so you can you can go ahead <laughs> So yeah, so I, here's the thing too. I, I can't tell you, and that's important. Let me let me back up because I get excited talking about credit, man. So <laughs> it's 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 it, it would behoove you to be aware. Awareness is key. You have to know your situation. I can't tell you how many people would apply for loans with me, and I would come back and I would decline them, and they would they wouldn't know why because they haven't seen their own credit report in years. Let that sink in. Mm. So your credit report, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say it's as important as your blood pressure, but it, it's 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 top five numbers in your life that you should be heavily aware of at all times. There's so much power. We we live in a country where having good credit is critical. You know, even with my job, Yinka. You know, I went through the entire process. I interviewed, uh, you know, I did well. I, I came back and, and I got an offer. Do you know that they still did not officially hire me until after they pulled my credit? So what So what if I had bad credit? Where, where would Jay Allen be right now with bad credit? Because they wouldn't have hired me. So a lot of financial decisions are made based on 
sorry, I'm gonna back up. I'm gonna back up on that. Okay, sentence. all right, all right, all right. A lot of life decisions, not financial decisions. A lot of life decisions are made um, on our behalf. You know that is critically tied to our credit card. Yes, sir. Right yeah. now? Yes, sir. Absolutely. Now, I just learned recently, Yinka, that some some insurance companies use your FICO score to help determine your insurance rates. Do they have access to that? Like yes, sir. Twenty four hours, seven days. Social security number, all they need, they can pull it. Yes, sir. Mm, okay, okay, okay. So you see why you need to speak to the professional now. If you're listening to the sound of a voice and you have some issues with your credit, your credit report, you you, you need business credit, personal credit, your finance is not really going the way you want, and you need a financial planner, you need a financial you know, I call him financial superintendent over your life. <laughs> right, right. What you gotta do is, you know, go and, and find Jay Allen. So I'll do, what's the website that we need to find you from? Yes, sir, go to my Instagram page. Um, I'm actually in the makeup right now, I'm actually recreating my uh, handle uh, for, uh, for my new website. But my link is on my Instagram page, it's at J83Allen, so J-A-Y, the number's 83, and my last name, Allen, A-L-L-E-N. Um, no dots, no dashes, no underscores. Just straight up, J83Allen. And there's a link right there on my page to take you right in my page. Or you can DM me, because a lot of people, Yinka, to be honest, I want to talk to them first, because I, I really want to understand their situation. I want to understand how much they know about credit, because whether you sign up with me or not, right, I want you to leave me better then you came to me. So I want to educate you, even if you don't sign up. You know, I want to make sure I, I add value to you no matter what. So I kind of get a gist of your understanding of credit. I kind of get a gist of your goals for your credit. Because some people have goals to buy a house, some a car, you know, some just, you know, want to have bet better credit, get a job. Um, a friend of mine last week called me and um, he needs better credit because he's in the army. And he wants to go be an officer. And he told me that in order to be an officer in the army, they 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 pull your credit. And he was like, if they pull it right now, he said, there's there's no way I'm gonna get officer school. So that gave me an idea of what he needed. And we, we talked through some things. I kind of understood. He 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 had bad credit and he also had limited credit. So then we want to talk about how to build credit. Some of the things you can do to start building credit as well. Because not having credit is almost as bad as having bad credit because for a creditor like myself on the lending side of the business, your credit really stands for credibility. And I need evidence to support my business. So we wanted to speak on Boss Hub for a minute. So we want to know okay. more about your business right there. Okay, yeah. So. Boss Hall Logistics is a, uh, well, Boss Hall Logistics LLC is a company that I founded. Well, I'm sorry, I didn't found it. My, my cousin founded the, the business and I came on as a partner. And uh, we are a company that uses box trucks to move, to move dry freight around the U United States, basically. And um, kind of how I came into it, um, you know, I travel a lot to different, different seminars and, and different, different uh, events to hear people speak and about business and motivation. And I, I kept noticing that people talked about 
transportation more and more. I mean, I just kept hearing that, that, that recurring theme over and over again. So I was kept being exposed to it. And uh, him and I were having a conversation um, about, you know, business and entrepreneurship. And we were kind of talking about his, his business, his plans. And, you know, we just decided to team up, to team up. You know, there were some things that he brought to the table and there were some things that I brought to the table and it made a good synergy. So we decided to go ahead and launch. Uh, we should be moving our first load within the next two weeks. So I'm very excited about that. All right, all right. Yeah. So how, how, how easy or how difficult is it to start a logistics business? Can you shed some light on that? Yeah, you know, it's, it's that's a good question because we've we have had some some speed bumps that we've come to. Um, because you have to get certain legal documentation, uh, a DOT number for Department of Transportation. You have to yeah. figure out, you know, if you want to do 16 wheelers, which that's going to be a whole different level of regulation. So you, you you may or may not, you know, you have to get a certain kind of CDL for that, commercial driver's mm -hmm. license for that. Um, you have to get an authority, um, which is called it's an MC number, um, if you want to carry freight all around the United States. Uh, you have to understand how to find your loads, and, and loads are found on what's called load boards. Uh, I'm sorry, load boards. So it's, it's like a imagine a virtual um, a virtual chalkboard or a or virtual holding pen of just jobs. So people post, "Hey, I have a have a freight have freight that weighs three thousand pounds. I need to move from Charlotte, North Carolina to uh, Texas." I'm willing to pay X dollars per mile. And basically what we do is we go in and we, we do the math. We factor in how much it costs for diesel, how much it costs for uh, the driver and things like that. And then we decide if that load is good. We have a threshold that we want to hit per load in order to profit um, off each trip that we make, you know? But um, in terms of being difficult, it really kind of depends, you know, because one of the things that we walked into it planning to do was to lease a truck. And we're trying to get a truck to lease, trying to get a truck to lease. And um, we found out that uh, a lot of companies won't lease to you uh, if you're not in business for a certain amount of years. And um, we didn't have those those years in business, so we never had to rent, you know? And you know that's one of those things we kind of learned on the, not on the fly, but it's one of those things that we didn't necessarily know going into it, but you know, it's learning experience. Um, we're still prepared either, either way. Um, and we just had to redo our numbers because the renting cost more than the leasing, but we're still in a good place to um, to profit moving forward with that. So I would definitely say anybody's going to get into that business, I would highly recommend um, obviously doing your research, um, YouTube videos. I mean, we you can Google some stuff, you know, and find a mentor, you know, find somebody who, who is in that business, who is who is thriving. Um, I've, I've been fortunate lately in the past year to just meet people in that business. Um, I met a young lady recently who actually uh, came to me for credit restoration and we were talking and she actually does about $5 million um, in business with, with uh, semi-trucks, um, but she had bad credit. So she's always using cash because the banks would never give her um, the type of line she needed. So she's constantly moving cash around. And she's like, hey, man, I'm, I'm tired of this lifestyle. I need help with my credit. But in the conversation, she, she taught me a whole lot about, about that business. I mean, she's been in the business for over a decade now, I think. So just find, find a mentor. I mean, somebody who's been with, 
who's been where you are and who are already past where you want to be because they're, they're out there. I mean, it's, it's nothing wrong with asking questions. Mm, okay. So that was going to be the next question that I wanted to ask before uh, you said that, but I'm still going to ask in a way. Okay. All right. Because I, on, on your bio, you, you actually informed us that one of your first passion is to, you know, help in youth development. Youth development is great because that's provided mentorship for the young people, also providing direction and also providing leadership. So, um, you know, how do you do this? You know, and if I'm a young individual right now, I'm a young individual, I'm listening to your podcast right now, what do I do to reach out to you? Or if I want to reach out to someone else, if I've been looking at someone else's profile on Instagram, on Twitter, Right. And maybe the financial industry or engineering, or maybe they're like a top CEO or vice president somewhere. Right. And I see their contents that they dish out, maybe on LinkedIn, I read the articles, but I really want to, you know, get closer to them, learn more. I want them to be my mentor. Right. And what steps do I take? How do I reach out to these people? You well, know, okay. I can get their feedback and so they can give me the attention. Right, right. So, so that so let me it's a few questions i want to answer in that one so I, if, if you did want to find me and i was somebody that you wanted to reach out to um i'm easy to find once again uh, j83 allen on instagram on facebook it's just j allen j-a-y-a-l-l-e-n it's my name on facebook uh, my email address uh it's allen a-l-l-e-n dot jonathan j-o-n-a-t-h-a-n 83 at gmail.com um and and one of the ways think that i've gone about seeking mentors is is not always the traditional way and, and what i mean by that is you you made a very good point getting their attention someone that's a cfo of a company may not even have have time to speak with me even if i inbox them so what I've, I've learned how to do personally is i find someone so if there are 10 levels to invest in or to any business right and, and let's just say that right now, Warren Buffett is obviously level 10 in, in investing. And I'm level two. Talking to Warren Buffett right now is not mm-hmm. something I'm ready to do because the level of information and exposure that he has, is, is I, I need some more steps before it makes sense to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, it, it takes four years to graduate college. You can't graduate as a freshman. So... What I mean by that is it's a process. So Warren Buffett wouldn't be somebody that I would necessarily go after, but I can find somebody in my local community that's mm-hmm. that's maybe a level four or level five person in that same field and meet yeah. them. And whether it's emailing them, whether it's inboxing them, whether that's that's um you know, I mean just being bold. I mean I, I may see them out or at the gym, you know, just finding ways to get to that person. However, we live in the information age, you know. I consider Eric Thomas, um, Jay Morrison, uh, um, um, Rob Wilson, Will Ramsey. Like these are my mentors I haven't even met yet. You know, I met Eric Thomas before in his engagements, but I can't say he I know him. But I have his books, I have his podcast, I have Jay Morrison's book right now, Lord of My Land. I have Rob Wilson right now in front of me, Secure the Bag. You know, I have Will Ramsey right now, Credit is King. I don't know these guys, but. I read the information that they put out in the public, and to me, they would be counted as a mentor to myself. Mm, 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 mm. 
and podcast, man. I mean, I just, you know, right now you get what you're doing right now, man, is awesome. I'm I'm so thankful that that we we were able to connect, you know, uh, that that through my classmate and friend Ashley Little, who connected us, man. I I am grateful. I am fortunate. I'm excited, man, because what you're doing, you're leaving a legacy. And because even right now, you get, you know, if you if you stop tomorrow, you have created enough content to probably change a lot of lives. And it's 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 gonna be somewhere in space forever. So 20 years from now, somebody will find this podcast or other podcasts prior to this podcast, and they can grow from there. Because wherever they are in their lives at that moment, you may speak to them. Cause I've been through your page, man. I've been through your page on Instagram, man, and it's you know it's it's powerful. So I I know you you're impactful and you're an influencer in the in the right way in, in the right things. Perfectly oh, clear. Okay, so what I'm saying is, an, as entrepreneurs, you know, as entrepreneurs, right. it's very difficult for us to say. Um, you know, we, we want to keep going. We want to keep going. We want to keep going because it's a lonely road. Like yeah. you know, you tell me right now that all oh, you see the contents out there, you know. But sometimes I feel like I want to throw in the towel. I just want to let it go, you know. And then some other time I feel like no, I don't want to let it go. I want to keep pushing. Right. So what word do you have for someone out there tonight or this morning or this afternoon? And it's listening to the sound of a voice and like looking at um uh maybe they've gone to your website already or they've gone to your Facebook page or Instagram and like wow, wow, right. look at what these guys are doing, MBA, you know. And I'm saying and you're already saying, Oh, look at what Yinka is doing, you know, it's great, it's huge. And they're wondering, when will I get to this place? How will I do these little things that these guys are doing? What I'm saying is so what what we're gonna do as entrepreneurs, if you when you feel like you don't want to go on anyway uh, anymore, how how do you cope with that situation? You know, you could, I it's every day is different, man. And you're right, it is lonely. Um, you know, I'm I'm a physical person. I, I'm always challenging myself physically, which obviously is a, is a mental training as well, just just to push through. And I I just remind myself of of why I started and and what like what do I really want out of this because when I, I wrote all this stuff down I got the vision board you know that's all great things to visualize and look at but you know some days are hard to be totally honest and I just remind myself of, of how many people out there need to see me win to help them win and and I, I'm, I'm reminded of the things in life that I say I want and I'm, I'm reminded that this vehicle that I've created is the way I'm going to get there. Because um, like Lisa Nichols always says, it's, it's up to me to save me. You know, I can't count on my job. I can't count on social security or the government or anybody like it. It's up to me. And I just, I just literally remind myself, if it's going to be, it's up to me. So I may take a break. I may take a walk, but I just reset and get back to it. Because I, I, I know what I'm doing it for. So no quitting ever. We're not quitting. <laughs> no, 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 sir. No quitting, no quitting, no quitting. Sir. All right. So where do you see yourself in the next five years? You know, the next five years, I probably won't be in Kansas. Um, I'm, I'm not sure where I'll be, but most likely I will be 
somewhere southeast, whether it's Nashville, whether it's Charlotte. Um, I say that because of uh, family. I have aging family that's that's getting older, and um, I want to be closer to them. So as far as where I'd be proximity, somewhere in the southeast, um, I see Boss Hall Logistics having at least 10 trucks on the road by that time. Um, I see Allen Natural Solutions helping a thousand people at that point as well um, to get their credit restored and to get their finances protected. My goal is a thousand in, in five years. All right, all right, all right. So do you have any present or future projects you're working on? You know, not not right now. I'm, I'm still looking to partner. You know, credit is crucial. And um, I know a lot of real estate agents and a lot of folks in, in bank lending, mortgage lending. I'm looking to partner with them, whether it be in Kansas City or Nashville or even North Carolina, to put on like credit and home ownership workshops. So that's my yep. next next venture there. Yep. All right. So what's your biggest challenge you've experienced in business? right now um, or in the past as a person of color? You know, I, I think that, I'm not sure it's all, I'm not sure this is really a, a color thing maybe, it, it, it may be because most of my clients, most of my clients are people of, of color. People want discounts, right? And, and, and it's like, okay, I've already discounted it, but yet people saying they want more discounts but I see these same people spending money elsewhere. And, and that's kind of frustrating trying to really portray um, to people the, the importance of credit and prioritizing. So it kind of, talking to people, I find myself really coaching them more on priorities versus credit at times. And I don't right. want to say that it's a color thing or a race thing, but right now, most of my clientele is of color. And maybe as I grow, my business elsewhere, I may see that it's across the board, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. that's been frustrating because I think some people being that I, you know, I'm their friend, they will, they will want more of a discount. And it's like, come on, man. Like, do you, do you ask Walmart for a discount when you, when you go there? So that's been, that's been a little bit frustrating. Um, trying to really convey the importance of credit and that it's an, it's an investment in yourself and not, you know, just spending money. All right. All right. So we've, we've discussed a lot today. We've talked about financial um, independence. We've talked about financial management. We've discussed business credit, personal credit, how it affects our lives and our life decisions, our business goals, our personal goals, our family goals. We've discussed the logistics business, how we can get into that, you know, things we should ex expect from that. And um, yeah, it's really nice, and it's 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 a great conversation that we've had tonight. We've also, you know, given out information on mentorship, how we can go about doing that. Um, that we don't have to wait until we meet people face to face or sending them emails, and we don't get a response, and we're getting frustrated. Uh, we we're gonna round off this podcast now. Uh, we have a technical difficulties. I don't know what's going on, but. It's been a great conversation um, tonight. And before we go, one word to our listeners out there, um, to someone who wants to start a business and who wants to do something like you're doing right now, you know, what can you, can you give them, um, you know, a word of encouragement? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, we live in an age right now of information. Um, so everyone should know everything, right? 
but we don't. And, and even knowing it's not enough, I would say get the information and apply it. You know, invest the time and if you can, the money in yourself to get the proper information. Number two, in, in, invest time and energy in finding the right environments. So if you're in real estate, you, you should be looking for events in real estate, you know, networking events in real estate, you know, meetup.com is a great website to use to find local events, you know, invest time in yourself and energy in the information and invest time and energy in getting in the right environment. Your environment will definitely change your level of success in general. It's powerful. Yeah, I want to thank you very much for coming on board tonight and we really appreciate it. Once again, I've been speaking to Jay Holland. He's the founder of Allen Financial Solutions and co-owner of Boss Hawk Logistics. Um, yes, and I want to thank you for the time. I want to thank you for, you know, coming over to our podcast tonight. And I'm really humbled. I just want to say thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thank you as well, my friend. All right. So this is Melanin People Podcast. Once again, you can reach us on Instagram. It's Melanin People with an extra E at the back. And on our website is www.melaninpeople.com. Thank you very much, listeners. And we hope to see you in another time. Thank you very much, Jay. I'll see you on the other side. Thank you, sir. My pleasure. Have a wonderful night. Bye-bye.